considering Earth's climate has been drastically different at various times in history, well before the modern age. So no matter what we do, in my opinion, cars or no cars, it probably won't change a darn thing, as far as the environment is concerned. Well, at least some of us are, uh, are trying to save the Earth. The solution is electric cars, right? Yeah, right, totally. Yeah, okay. Many climate activists, such as the ones I mentioned in the EU, hope to replace combustion vehicles with electric ones. Electric cars are the way of the future, right? Wrong. My degree is in STEM, where we studied this and similar topics intensively. So this topic is right up my alley. So here we go. Most of my objections to cars are not addressed by electric cars, or they actually make the problems worse. Let's start with affordability. Electric cars, for now at least, cost far more than a regular gas-powered car. In fact, Teslas are really only feasible if you're in the market for luxury cars. I have heard that they are very nice to drive and I know they look slick. Until models come out that most people can afford, I'm thinking $25,000 or less for a new model, the forced conversion to electric cars will devastate the poor and middle class, only helping those who live a life of comfort. I have in mind the rich liberals and double-income no-kids across the country who don't have the same grasp of economic reality as the rest of us. Yes, electric car owners don't have to pay for gas and maintenance is cheaper, but they do have to pay for electricity, and the capital costs to buy them are out of reach for most people. Electric cars are the same size as regular cars, so traffic, parking, and infrastructure are exactly the same under electric cars. You will still get stuck in traffic in your Tesla and use up 140 square feet for one parking spot. But at least the handles sink into the car, so maybe there's an extra few square inches. EVs still maintain America's individualist culture and ignore public transit, which moves large volumes of people much more efficiently than individual cars. Most of the investment into green transportation will go into developing electric cars instead of making train and tram networks work. It's a real shame. Electric cars will contribute equally to the obesity epidemic. However, I must admit that electric cars are quieter, so the noise pollution is decreased. But now we get to the supposed golden reason to switch to electric cars, the environmental impact. But here's where I put my bachelor's degree to work, which makes me equally qualified to Bill Nye the science guy. Lithium-ion batteries do not appear in nature. They cannot be grown on an organic farm that's cage-free, cruelty-free, and grass-fed. The materials must be mined in absolutely appalling conditions. The lithium from the batteries is actually not that bad to extract, and it largely co comes from Chile. But cobalt is another essential ingredient. The majority of the world's cobalt comes from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. This is done in terrible conditions where death is common, children are forced to work, and corruption is rampant. By the time one electric car is produced, it has emitted 15 to 30 tons of carbon dioxide. This compares to the average gas-powered car which produces 10 tons by the time it's ready, instead of 15 to 30. However, I must admit, as the years go by, the carbon footprint of a gas car exceeds an EV due to the former's use of gasoline. On average, an electric car causes 2 tons of CO2 to be emitted annually and a gas car does 5.2 tons of CO2. This depends heavily on where you live, of course. But still, it is a process which produces a lot of greenhouse gases and damages the environment in the third world. What happens to the batteries once they need to be replaced? Probably have to be buried underground like nuclear waste. Wow. Hey, now, don't hate too much on nuclear waste. It gets buried in very safe, very confined, very isolated places. And those aren't going to fill up anytime soon. It's not like we're running out of places to put nuclear waste. It's not just, oh, let's just throw it right in the ground, right behind Billy's backyard. 
You know, they do take some precautions. I just want to be fair. I want to make sure we're giving nuclear a fair shake. This is the way of the future. Moving on. It is true that the EV has no dependence on petroleum once it leaves the lot, but it has a dependence on electricity. What happens if your electricity goes out for a few days because of an ice storm? Oops. Where does your electricity come from? This varies by where you live, but some places are almost solely coal or natural gas. If you live in one of these places, you're still using unclean sources of energy to power your commute. Now, I won't be entirely one-sided. Electric cars are, overall, better for the environment than gas cars, and cost less per month. It costs much less to fully charge up your battery than to fill up your gas tank, especially with the current state of things. Reference the linked Engineering Explained video about the costs of both types of vehicles. EVs are much quieter and produce no air nor water pollution when driven. Also, they cost less to maintain, since they don't have an internal combustion engine. My beef with electric cars is not the technology, which is cool and will make our transportation better overall for people in the environment, but the self-righteous attitude of their advocates. The inherent attractiveness of the EV is its surface appearance of solving all the problems of the gas car, while all the unsavory and harmful things are out of sight, out of mind. I generally agree with everything Evan just said, but I'll add a few points of my own for the sake of argument. The electric car revolution is in its infancy, but if it keeps going, keeps becoming more efficient, I can envision a utopia, or a dystopia, depending on how you look at it, where all cars in the city are electric and guided by artificial intelligence, either independently in each vehicle or a singular citywide brain like Alexa on steroids, which would cut down on traffic due to human error, reduce pollution, decrease noise, increase overall efficiency, and allow the elites to control that system to revoke your driving privileges if you post something mean on Facebook, just like Black Mirror. Overall, the electric car thing has more long-term cons than pros, in my opinion. It's a band-aid that won't help us return to our meaningful and respectable traditions, but will instead enable more laziness, more slothfulness, more obesity, more dependence on tech and oligarchs that produce it and control it, more self-centeredness and impatience, and it will further reinforce the status quo. Lastly, I'd just like to say that I find it hilarious that these politicians and bureaucrats, globalists, who claim to care so much about the poor in the third world, literally want to force all of us to switch over to technology that isn't ready to handle so many customers, has a fragile and anemic infrastructure, and relies on the abuse of the world's poor to procure the materials required to build it all. Some things just never change. Thanks for listening to the Sons of Antiquity Highlight Reel. To hear this clip in context and to enjoy our full-length episodes, check out the links in the description or search Sons of Antiquity on YouTube, BitChute, Spotify, or Apple and Google Podcasts.